welcome to Special Grade Snacks, the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, rewatch podcast. We're your Special Grade Snacks. I'm Kay, the anime knower. And I'm Sarah, the big brain manga reader. God, Sarah can read. Yeah. You you can you can read too, but only when it's like gay volleyboys. God, I read them every day. <laughs> every day I wake up and read my silly little volleyboys. <laughs> Open palm slam the volleyball boys. <laughs> Open palm slamming the volleyball is exactly how you're supposed to do a spike. Oh, I learned it from reading. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, hey, this is our fir- it's our first uh, episode we've done with a two-week gap in between. I know. I missed talking about the manga when I... Or not the manga, the, an- the anime. See? I forgot everything. <laughs> when, I, when I watched the, the, the first episode for this week, I was like, did we not already do this one? It was so long ago. <laughs> Right? It feels like an eternity. But yeah, um, how, how have you been for the past two weeks? Uh, volleyball has driven me complete. Uh, volleyball has made me insane. Uh, I am now like, I am now, <laughs> this is really such a crazy thing to say about uh, volleyball anime, but volleyball anime made me like, like, I feel like I'm taking better care of myself in the past mm-hmm. week because of volleyball anime. I'm nodding to everything you're saying. The volleyball boys say that you should take good care of yourself. And I say, yes, yes, sir. Fictional 17 year old. I will do that. I look up in the sky and say, may I go to bed? May I go to bed? I can just, I don't have to brush my teeth tonight. I already did it this morning and I'll do it first thing tomorrow. And Kita Shinsuke looks down at me and says, no. No, you have to do it. You have to do it every day. (laughs) You have to do it every day. And you know what? He's right. I've been exercise biking every day. I've been, I'm going to, when, when COVID is over, I'm going to join a volleyball league. And as such, I have been just do, doing things where I lay on the floor of my basement and throw the ball to myself oh, like shit. I'm setting. Are you going to be the setter? Probably not. But like, I can't really like, I feel like I can't practice anything else right now. Mm-hmm. So. What position would you want to be? I don't, I, I'm definitely, I definitely am too tall to be a setter. I'm, I'm, I'm six foot six. Setter I can, can never be tall. Set. It's good. Then you can do all the epic moves where you, like, set from the other side of the net. Oh, shit. Who's a tall setter? Kageyama's tall. He's, like, six foot, at least. Really? Shit, I didn't even yeah. catch well, that. Well, when I... he when he grows up. When he's when he's baby, he's 5'11". He's still yeah. really tall. I mean, he, he, is, he is six foot, but the thing is that I am six foot six, which is another half of a foot on top of that. I just, I worry that there's not enough, like, uh, uh, runway for, for me to get there on, on time for a good set half the time. What? No, that doesn't, I don't think that's related. And then, um, the, the tall team has a tall setter too, Date Tech. Oh, shit. Has Kubanagawa, right. is really tall. Oh, yeah, he is. Love that guy. I think that there's no position that doesn't benefit from extra height. That's true. Besides, like possibly libero. Yeah, I, to be to be to be libero to be to be the guardian deity of of upstate New York. <laughs> oh, that's a cool name, though. The guardian deity of upstate New York. That's cool. That makes you sound like Spider Man or something. <laughs> does um just like applying every nickname that has ever been given to a character on on haiku and just say and just adding of upstate new york to the end oh my god you're the ultimate decoy of upstate new york <laughs> the iron wall of upstate new york oh that's a good one yeah it is i've been, I've been thinking about that one non-stop <laughs> uh so this is our the, yeah this is our haiku this fan, is not our haiku um, podcast, podcast by the way <laughs> You might be tricked, vexed, and bewildered. The, the snacks are the... We, we eat the volleyball. That's the snacks. <laughs> I go to the high school. I eat the volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched two episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen today. 
Yes. Well, this 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 episode. Uh, the first episode was episode nine, Small Fry and Reverse Retribution. Yes. Uh, I don't really know what that means, but that is the title. It's this isn't the the major arc is like called the Verse Mahito arc, but this like little uh, in the manga it's uh, Young Fish and Reverse Punishment instead huh. of Small Fry and Reverse Retribution. So we start with uh, brand new boy. We open with baby boy just out, uh, who we love, our little son of uh, Yoshino Junpei, the little guy. The just he's, uh, he's little. A, He's he's being bullied and he's being he's being accused of ogled ogled brestos. Accused of looks at Bon Honkaroos. Accused of looked at Bon Honkaroos, uh, and he's like, if there was a button that would kill all the people I hated, I would not press it. But if there was a button that would kill the people who hated me, I would press it. And if there was a button that would give me a million dollars but would kill a random person <laughs> in the world, I would also probably press it. <laughs> He he says this like it's it's important to him, and I'm like I can't agree. I'm sorry, little boy, but this one doesn't make sense to me. I can't agree now, but like when I was in high school and middle school and being bullied, I like I fucked with this mentality. I, I yeah, th- this is like this is very. Like, I was not having these exact thoughts, but these thoughts are very in line with the thoughts that I was having as a fucked up bullied middle schooler, high schooler. I just I don't see what the difference is. I feel like, okay, so everyone you hate, I assume that he does hate the people who are violently bullying him, right? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. So everyone who hates me, I feel like the bullies probably don't hate him, you know? Yeah. So it, so who would it actually kill, you know? Yeah. Is Let that me... the point or no? Cause, cause the little boy does seem to have murderous tendencies. Uh-huh. He would love to do a murder. Yeah, he, 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 he has a, um, I think this is a bit of a, this might be like a bit on purpose where he's like seeing himself as like, like they, they, they are not specifically targeting him because he is Yoshino Junpei and they despise him. They're targeting him because he is a small, like if there was another guy who was not Yoshino Junpei, but he was small and liked movies and was bullyable, they would bully him. Well, yeah, he has some other friends later that they also bully. Yeah. I don't think they hate him. I think they just, like, say, oh, yeah, we love to be he, fucked it's, up. Yeah, it's like, just an opportunity. Bullies love to do that shit. So is he saying that he he doesn't want to kill these guys, I guess? I don't really get it. No, I think he does. I think he's just phrasing it weird and being an angsty teen about it. He's being really angsty about it, but in, like, a very unproductive way, I think. Like, it doesn't I mean, really make sense. To be fair, a lot of, a lot of teenage angst is very unproductive. <laughs> yeah. I just don't really understand, like, the story to it like what right. it means to the story i think it's just to communicate that even before he met mahito he was like oh my god i fucking hate this this shit my, and mahito showed up and was like you'll be here in a world of pure fucked up imagination yeah dude you can just do murder come on yeah bodies are just bodies make them drop <laughs> uh he we we get this flashback of him yeah him getting bullied uh and he says oh i'm going to do epic misogyny which was not in the manga they they made him a little bit more misogynistic in the anime um uh, that wasn't really how i took it strictly well n- well let me just say what i'm cuz what what he says is uh in the anime he says hey th- because he's like this 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 girl is falsely accusing me of looking at her boobies to make these guys beat me up and he's like oh she's just using her status well i'll show her and then he says, you're not as cute as you think you are. You're, they, you're, they're just using you because they think you're easy, which is 
different from what's in the manga. In the manga, he just says, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say the mean thing. And he just says, you're not as cute as you think you are. And then the bullies are the ones who say, yeah, we know. We just think that she's easy. Oh, that's really different, actually. Yeah, and I I, I I do like I like the manga version better because it doesn't make it, it makes I, I like as someone who was like this is a uh, this is a story that I love when I was maybe seven or eight years old um, I was reading the fifth Animorphs book and that's the one that has uh, Marco Animorphing into the the gorilla of Big Jim on the cover. And I was going back and rereading a certain segment where Marco did something really cool because I just wanted to reread it, like you do. Um, and someone on the bus started making fun of me for it, like, oh, what, you can't read? You're just reading the same pages over and over again? You can't read? And I, w- I got really mad about it. Uh, I-, I unleashed the rage that I had built up in me as a seven-year-old and wrote down on a piece of paper, you suck, handed it to them, and then started crying because I thought I had said, I had said a swear word. And then I told my mom and expected to get in trouble about it. <laughs> Wow, you're so hardcore. So I, so I, I empathize. I really love the, I really love the thing of Junpei being like, I'm gonna say something really mean, and it's just you're not as cute as you think you are. I kind of, I understand that those two things, like the two kind of characterizations, there are really different. But I think I like the anime one better. I like that he's like this bullied kid, but he's like completely not taking it lying down like at all like they bully him every single day but every single day he like stands up for himself even though he gets the shit kicked out of him yeah that's true i i get i get where you're coming from but he's like okay I, and then we we go back we go out of this flashback into the present day well like probably like uh, an hour and a half before the end of the last episode because yeah, he's just one like, movie length before yeah he, what <laughs> the the runtime of human earthworm three uh he wants <laughs> to see it He's um, a horror movie guy, just like you, Sarah. Yeah, that I love him so much. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The the next episode, Kay, it's gonna be so good. I oh, oh are we gonna see Human Earthworm four? <laughs> no, but we'll learn about Human Earthworm too. Oh. Also, I also want to note that one of the movies that's playing at the theater is Dogs. <laughs> yeah. The- and it's sty- uh, to, and just to, yeah. for those who are not watching along, it is stylized to look like the poster for Cats. I think I would like dogs better. <laughs> Me too. Though I did like Cats a lot. Don't don't come. I'm just trying to throw that out there so no one comes for me about it. Yeah, but imagine if they were dogs. I'm imagining it. It would be good. Yeah. Um. And then in the theater, we get the uh the classic horror movie trope of uh a, an extremely on the, like in a horror movie this would be like a lecture that the character that the yeah. main character zones out during. But in this, it's just and this is not in the manga. Like the the manga is just like he's watching a movie. We don't see and we don't see or hear anything about it. They just threw all this in, which I kind of like that decision. Yeah. And the three bully boys from earlier are there, and he and they're like, "Oh, I stole five hundred dollars from this kid, and and I'm gonna keep it." But now the girl, now that Junpei said that stuff, that girl won't bang us. Ugh, that sucks. But then they get a call from the girl, and they're like, "Hey, should we pick that up?" And then Junpei, Junpei is just like focusing so hard, he's like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" I want to watch up, my cool up. movie. <laughs> he just concentrates so much anger of shut uh, anger and curse of shut the fuck up at them that Mahito like emerges from 
the ether, I guess. Like, we see Mahito, we see him walk into the theater earlier, but, like, we see, like, uh, also, like, him just, like, come into being, I guess. What I would like to say, what I'd like to posit here is, you talked about how the movie itself is, like, kind of referencing stuff that Mahito will say later. I think he came to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, that, I was also gonna, I, I was also gonna say in my notes, like, the, I think that there's, like, there, there, so this is, like, minor spoiler stuff, I guess, uh, but, um, a thing about Mahito is his fast learning, like, he, he learns very quickly, which is kind of, which is hinted at a little bit in the, in the Nanami fight, but, um, we'll get to that. I don't know how much I believe this, but there is a small part of me that wants to believe that he invented his entire ideology after watching Human Centipede 3 <laughs> and seeing that speech at the end. <laughs> Oh, this movie really gets it. Yeah. On the only being on the world that understands souls, except for this movie. Yeah, me and this director. Oh, what if Mahito directed that movie? Oh my god, it's Mahito's movie. Oh my god, wait, hold on, Mahito's a foot guy. He's the Quentin Tarantino of horror films. (laughs) Quentin Tarantino, that's nothing. Mahito? Quentin Mahitino. I liked the first one better, I think. Okay. <laughs> but the boys are being loud, and then Mahito shows up and touches them and says, and casts spell of your head explode. Yeah, you, you exploded. Silence your phones. Silence your phone or I will silence you, and Mahito casts blow your blow your head. Uh, Teenage and, boys silenced. And just, like, it makes them look like fucked, like, just obliterates their heads. Oh, yeah. Very exploded. One of them looks like that one TikTok where it's like the guy being like, uh, like tapping yes or no on things. And one of them gets stuck and he keeps pressing yes on it. And then right before he presses yes again, it changes to, do you want to turn into a snail? And he hits yes. (laughs) And then his eyes explode out. Yeah, that's what he looks like. Uh, He has some more memories of bully moments. Uh, We see the professor who we'll see later uh, fuck off. Bad teachers disgusting uh mahito chases the guy down it's like oh i gotta meet that guy could that guy even be human and mahito's like oh you can see me you're approaching me do you are you going to reprimand me are you going to tisk tisk and jinpei is like he does he does he like touches his fingers again like could is is for me <laughs> murder powers for me murder powers for me because Mahito asked him, "Hey, were those guys friends of yours?" Uh, I'm not gonna apologize that they were. And uh, Jinpei remembers a time that they had that they made him eat a bug. Deleted Wikipedia article: High school students who make other high school students eat bugs. <laughs> I can't believe they made him eat a bug. This is so fucked up. They made him eat a bug. They also burnt out a cigarette on his on his head, which is yeah, like, like a lot of times. You and I were talking about this last week, but like this is like who was bullied? Like, like I was bullied pretty harshly i feel like like in yeah. terms of like but like i i was never exposed to the being burnt yeah. on the head i basically with a said like the bullying that anime students go through is unlike any bullying that exists in the real world <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 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 accelerated bullying uh and then we, but then but then yeah junpei is like is for me and but we get the op and nanami is there in the in the garden this time also very important to note in the part with uh, gojo's blindfold now we get to see his big beautiful eye his big his big beautiful singular eye what if he took off his blindfold and he just had one eye like mike wazowski <laughs> i would like it i think he should oh my god um we see some regular cops for a minute who are just like 
hey, what the f- there was a we just saw two guys going to that crime scene. Why can't we go in? One of them was a kid, and the other, the older, more experienced cop is like, dude, did you see those fucking corpses? Shit like this happens from time to time. Just don't fucking don't think about it. Don't fucking yeah, ignore the magic that's going on. Yeah, just let just let them vibe and exp- uh, just pretend you didn't see a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And we meet Kento Nanami, Grade One Jujutsu Sorcerer, ex salary man. Ex salary man. Uh, uh, in the in the manga, it tra- it's translated as office worker dropout, <laughs> <laughs> which is way funnier than ex salary man. <laughs> he dropped out of office work. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you flunked out of business. I'm failing all of my classes in paper pushing. <laughs> we we Anonymy is like, hey, I'm Anonymy. I I am very I I am very calm, but and I love to do I I love to be analytical and just very very Yoshikage Kira type guy. You you've said that already. I don't really think so. That I, that doesn't get to me at all. Maybe it's maybe maybe I'm basing that off stuff that hasn't come up yet. I don't know, because it's like, Yoshikage Kira is like, he's very like, low and like, quiet and like, he's calm because he's like, thinking of twisted evil things, but Nanami is like, he yells a lot, and he, (laughs) he's more of like, I don't really know how to say it, but he's not like Kira at all to me. I I think he's like Kira a lot to me, just in the, like, the, like... The mundanities of life is uh, a, a high a thing he is focused on. That's like that's like the main point that I that I hone in on for my Yoshikage Kira comparisons. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I don't agree. Like I I can I can I can see Nanami being like uh, every morning I wake up and I go get a sandwich from Saint Gentleman's and I have my favorite stuffed bread from the grocery store. And I am in bed at a certain time. Like he, he is upset. He, like and you know, you've got the overtime stuff. I think there's a mundanity to him that I really, really like. Yeah, I just don't think it's very Kira to me for some reason. I think he's more like, um, like from Kuroko Midorima. I think he's a lot more like him. Like that's kind of what I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a vibe. I. That's a vibe. I understand. Who is voicing Nanami? By the way, I looked this up, but I can't remember I who. Where I, I his voice is so familiar. Oh yeah, that's right. He's um they they gave they they took overhaul from Hiroaka and they said, okay, what if we put that sexy voice in a man who is not uh extreme the most extreme example of a child abuser we could possibly ever put to the most canceled man you've ever seen. <laughs> right. And and I said, Yes, please, give me that give me that sexual voice. I gotta hold on, is this was this guy in Kuroko? No, he was not in Kuroko. Damn. That's okay. Not in Haiku either. All right, never mind. This guy's. Yeah, there's no way I could know his voice. He's not in Kuroko or Haiku. <laughs> you don't exist to me. Uh, and not only says, do do you see the do you see the the trail that's leading out of here? Do you see the slime trail that this man left? And uh, Yuji's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And not only says, the residual taint. There's when you do cursed energy, it leaves a trail of slime. Uh, yes. you have to, but you have to focus to see it. And uh, Itadori like puts his hands on the side of his head and is like. <laughs> focus and then like some footprints some like glowy purple footprints show up yeah um nanami is like hey uh you gotta be able to like see this shit like uh, will you and yuji's like won't you fucking give me some credit here i'm learning and uh nanami is like i will not give credit i will not give praise nor critique i 
I abide by law, and I thought society used to be like that, but I guess fucking not. So I'm j- I'm jaded now. <laughs> I'm 27 years old, and I'm the old, and I am the old. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am younger than Satoru Gojo, but I am also 50 years older than he will ever be. <laughs> I guess I'm the same age as Nanami. That's kind of fucked up, right? Like. <laughs> He seems so much like I think like a rare miss from Gage to make this guy actually uh, twenty seven. In my opinion, I mean, I really like that he's Gojo's kohai. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it is good. I just think that like as a character thing, I would have loved just like a fucking forty something, like someone who had been like ground up and spit out by the by the office worker stuff, as opposed to what we learn about Nanami, which is that. Well, before before that, um, Itadori is like, all right, let's go all out for this guy. And Nanami is like, no. When moderate effort will suffice, we will do moderate. We will use moderate effort. And Yuji's like, this guy, this guy fucking sucks. I can't no. vibe with him. Yuji's like, yeah, we're not vibing, bro. There's no, there's no, there's no bants here. Bro, there's no clown to clown connection right now. <laughs> Itadori's first experience working with someone who is smart. Someone who isn't, yeah, an absolute clown. Yeah. We are, we are, oh, using, we are going medium out. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little flashback to uh, Itadori meeting uh, Nanami. Uh, Gojo introduces him and is like, "Hey, this is this is my friend, the office worker dropout of Kento Nanami." Yeah, he and says he says the the translation or like the subtitles or whatever just says, "This is my friend you can trust." But I definitely hear him say Kohai. <laughs> he is. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is my little underclassman. This is my this is my special little guy. <laughs> Kento Nanami. Uh, Yuji is like, hey, so what's your deal? And Nanami is like, well, first we have to greet each other and does like the <laughs> Hajimimashite bows and such. And Itadori like trips up over it briefly, which I thought was a cute little thing. Yeah, he's rude. Like, he's, he, he's like, Hajimimashite. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of fumbles the middle, <laughs> which is like, that's also me when I when I try to remember how to say, what the words to say to introduce myself in Japanese. And then do your little bow. Yeah. Um, is like, so, well, first of all, dope shades. Second of all, why did you quit being a salary man? What, what made you do that? And, uh, Nanami is like, well, I thought I found out that work that I I found out that Jujutsu Sorcerers are shit and work is also shit. So I chose, um, um, he says, I'm just more suited to do this one. So if they're both equally shit, might as well go with the one that I'm better at. Which is a different translation from the manga. In the manga, he like calls it uh, the lesser of two evils to do the the jujutsu stuff rather than working as an office man, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of a different like vibe of a character. Yeah, it that, gives you more information about his like opinions to say that yeah, for sure. Definitely, because he does mention in this that like the he he says the same thing as Gojo says like the higher ups are all bullshit. Yeah. So that's probably like why he would say that it's evil. Yeah. To be he says he them. says the higher ups are all bullshit, and also I do not respect Satoru Gojo. <laughs> I trust him, and I I know that he is powerful, but I do not respect him. <laughs> I don't respect any of these fucking clowns. He's right to say it. Uh, Nanami's like, hey, all right, let's go. Prove yourself useful. And Yuji is like, oh, you know, I've been uh, a lot of things have shown me that I'm not that fucking strong lately. And he remembers like getting blown up by the finger bearer and mm-hmm. the curse womb guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like doing like some shonen character thing of like, but just give me some time, but I'll, I'll, sh- I'll prove it to you. I can, I can, I gotta be strong enough to choose my death. And Nanami completely undercuts him and is like, I don't really care. Tell your, tell your, tell the higher ups to give not me Not relevant time. to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't care, didn't ask. <laughs> Don't care, didn't ask, plus your curse techniques are shit. <laughs> Um, so they're, they're back in the, the kinema cinema, uh, yeah. in, investigating the corpses of those fucked up, of those fucked up, uh, balloon head boys. Mm-hmm. There's um, a haiku reference. There is a haiku reference. <laughs> I assume. They, they go, they walk up the stairs to the, the roof of the cinema and they see a, they're like, they don't actually like look at it, but like on the side of, uh, like leaning up against some, some shelves is like a haiku, a, a haiku standee. And I don't think it's like any particular character. No, it's not any particular character or team, but it like, it, it looks exactly like a haiku character would look. I don't know if I just have a diseased brain, but it looks like. No, no, you're a hundred percent right. It, it does look it, like if you squint, I thought it was Ushiwaka for a bit. No, it, it kind of looks like a combination of, like, Ushijima and Oikawa, kind of. Yeah. But it's not really anyone. So maybe maybe that's what Timescape Ushijima looks like. <laughs> no, it's not. I've seen okay. him. Okay. He's real. Okay. <laughs> um, so they exit out on the roof where it's raining, and the they see two curses. One that says lunchbox, and one who has a mouth that opens hot dog style that says good detergent. I love good detergent. I hate shit I am- detergent. If yeah. I get a detergent that doesn't vibe with me, my like month is ruined. You you do you do Kent on an army face and you say detergent is shit. It is. Um and so they they uh, uh Nanami is like all right I'll take the I'll take the lunchbox one you take the the hot dog style mouth guy uh, and then he gives delivers like this incredible fucking line that I wrote the entire thing down. You have faced several life or death situations, but that does not make you an adult. Finding more fallen out hairs on your pillow, uh, watching your favorite stuffed bread disappear from the convenience store, the accumulation of these little despairs is what makes a person an adult, which I just fucking love that shit. I, yeah, I love I, that on so much. I like his line before that where he, he says like, uh, Itadori's like, oh, you're like not giving me enough responsibility here or something. And he says that uh, I have a duty to prioritize your life over my own because you're a child and I'm an adult. Yeah, just very matter of fact about it. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, higher ups broke. Uh, We'll send three children to fight a a super powerful curse. Uh, Nanami woke. Uh, My life is less important than yours because you're a baby. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this is is where we get our eye catch. And then we get back from the eye catch for a rooftop fight. We we get some good Sakuga here where um, he pulls out his bandage blade and explains his curse technique a little bit. You're just having a hard time focusing and gets like fucking haymakered into uh, like uh, like a mechanism on a batting cage that uh, lights up and makes the makes the thing say a home run. It was a home run, which is pretty funny. Very uh, very Mad World esque to me. Yeah, that was that was a baseball. <laughs> oh, that was a baseball. <laughs> Uh, but we learn about Nanami's curse technique, which is to divide something into... Uh, he, he can create a critical spot uh, at the 7 to 3 ratio on some, on anything. So, like, he, he looks at an arm and, like, 7 tenths of the way down an arm, he can say, okay, weak spot, and then bash it with his cool cursed blade. It's, it's, it's very funny to me that he calls it the ratio a lot. Yeah, I, it's, I, 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 I it's don't, the ratio. <laughs> <laughs> the curse says lunch box. Well, the curse says bento box. And Nanami is like the the best time to delete this was right after posting. The second time, to- the second best time is right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you've been ratioed. <laughs> yeah. He said he says Patty uh, Simpsons delete this. <laughs> he posts pig poop balls and kills you. <laughs> 
<laughs> the curses bento box and Nanami is like Kung Pao penis. Yes. <laughs> oh god, he's twenty seven, so he could possibly know yeah, what Kung Pao penis is. Kung Pao penis. <laughs> oh, this is the best show that's ever existed. <laughs> uh Yuji is just having a really hard time uh, focusing, and uh, uh, Nanami is like, okay, so here's what my shit does, and Yuji's like, are you sure that's okay to, like, explain? And uh, Nanami explains that uh, this is, like, a genius writing thing, in my opinion, by the way. He says that uh, if explaining my curse technique uh, make, enters me into a pact that makes it a little bit stronger, plus there is the side effect of it, po- of possibly doing misinformation. The thing that's really good is, though, like, doing exposition about what my abilities do makes the author give me good boy points and powers me up yeah he gets like a point of inspiration i guess yeah it's 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 genuine it's genuinely genius writing in my opinion <laughs> just saying yeah if you uh in this world if you explain your superpowers you get stronger so let's just just working that one in yeah he says that but then i don't really see like an effect of it being stronger but okay i'll i'll give you this one gay yeah, he he causes he makes he like uh, cursed energy swirls around him, and he like we see like this, we see the 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 quadrupedal curse thing running at him, and he like sees like four like jostling like like it looks like a um plot that you would do to like 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 just a zero to ten plot with like a hash for each digit on the scale from zero to ten. Yeah, it looks like in movies like like airplane targeting system kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, and he does one single swipe and he cuts through all four of the thing's legs at once in their critical ratio spot. Uh, he says he, 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 he casts ratio on them and, uh, explodes their Twitter account. Yeah. And he didn't even have to use the sharp part of the knife. Yeah. Yuji's like, wow, he didn't even use the sharp part of the knife. Shit. That's so cool. The, then he says, all right, that's, that's me done. And like turns to the camera and splatters blood on it. And like. That was cool. I'm not going to get too ribbled, but I was doing a little bit of horny grip at this. I I did note that Nanami has like a sexy knife holster like around yeah. his arm, kind yeah. of. Yeah, in the in the manga you see it better, but it's uh it, it, it it's like um uh, strapped to his back on some of the uh, the chapter covers in the manga. I'll send you Ooh, a call. I'll send you one cool. so you can see what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's really fucking cool. Uh, and then Itadori is uh, and then he's like, "Hey, Itadori, focus up. Stop paying attention to me." And Yuji's like, "Fucking, you told me to pay attention to you. Who, what am I supposed to do here?" <laughs> But then he, uh, but then he's like, "All right, it's time for me to do my special move." And we flash back to slutty Satoru Gojo. Yeah, Gojo said, "I heard you guys were ogling Nanami. Look yeah. at this shit." And he said, "Let me, let me pull out my vagina bones uh, that I have on my collar." Yeah, my collar vagina bones. Yeah, we we flash back to a couple of like probably recently when when you Itadori and Gojo were doing their training. And uh, uh, Itadori's like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And Gojo's like, you know, your cursed energy comes out a little bit slow. So this is kind of this. You can actually use this to your advantage. And the the way that he, like, explains it is that, like, Itadori does a punch, which does damage. And then, like, his cursed energy comes in for, like, a shockwave after that punch for a second hit. So it's a double-double. Yeah, I didn't understand it at first, but now I kind of get it. Like, yeah, because remember, he's very powerful boy, regular style. Right. So he puts like a little bit of energy in his normal punch because that's all he can do. But his normal punch is strong enough to still hurt a magic creature. And then his energy catches up and does another punch. Yeah. 
and it, it and he does it on the on the the hot dog mouth uh creature and it looks so fucking sick i'm i was really excited to see divergent fist animated and they pulled it off because yeah he says yeah this is my cool technique divergent fist and he like he punches the monster and it like you see from you see from the back that like his fist has like is like making a bulge in the back of the monster that he did so hard to punch. Mm-hmm. Then he pulls yeah. his fist away and his curse energy comes in and like hits in the exact same spot and blows a fucking crater in this thing. Mm-hmm. I do have a bit of a bone to pick with this. I don't really think that it's a curse technique. It's not really. Yeah. But they like give it a name. They, they call it divergent fist because it's better than it's easier to say that than to like say, you know, I punching p- punching with cursed energy, slight lagging behind it. It's yeah, but it looks fucking cool. It does look cool. But then Nanami, but then Nanami is like, oh wow, this kid's pretty fucking strong. Uh, and then he notices that the, one of the curses is crying, and he's like, that's weird. He notices that it has a wristwatch. Yeah, that, that's what he notices after that. He like he sees that it has a wristwatch and is like, oh fuck. Uh, all right, hold on. Let me take a hold on. First, let me take a selfie. Remember that song from 2012? Mm-hmm. Nanami would know it. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, any reference you make, remember that Nanami knows the reference. He just doesn't think it's funny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nanami knows exactly what meme you're talking about, but will never acknowledge it because he does not want to talk about memes with you. He's on the clock. He's on the clock! Um, but yeah, he sees the watch has an arm, and he realizes that they've been fighting something that's not exactly a curse, because he takes a picture and is like, okay, see, Itadori, see how this curse is showing up on the phone? And he's like, yeah, I thought that wasn't supposed to happen. I thought they didn't show up on, like, phones and shit. And then we cut to a little bit later when they're talking on the phone with uh, Shoko, the doctor. Um, Shoko is like, yeah, dude, these were, uh, these were humans who have been fucked up to look like this. And uh, Itadori is like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Oh, I hate this. He's not saying any of that, but he very much is like looking like it, and is like, yeah, uh, he's he's really shaken up by this. It's very sad and cute. I would be, I would be too. If you told me that, if I put a hole in like a, if I put a hole in a monster that was trying to kill me, and you told me, hey, that thing was human until very recently, I would be fucked up too. Yeah, I would also be a little bit gassed up about the fact that I was able to put a hole in something like that. But you know, mostly the other thing. <laughs> Nanami is like, that's that's they have energy like a curse, and uh, Shoko is like. Yeah, they may have been, like, their their brain has been manipulated, so maybe there's something in there that, like, gave them that. And she says that, like, the the relationship between the brain and cursed energy is still very much a black box to us, which I think Mm -hmm. is cool. I I like addressing that kind of stuff. Also, I just like the phrase of black box. It's fun. Yeah, they say it in, like, English, which I like. Yeah. I like all the, like, borrowed words that Japanese uses. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Ieri tells Itadori that he's not responsible, uh, and is like, hey, these curses died before, like, these curses basically died from the shock of being transfigured. You are not responsible for this. And Itadori's like, all right, yeah, cool. But it's still, and then they hang up, and then Itadori's like, you know, I, I, I heard what she said. I'm still fucking pissed about this, dude. And then Nanami's like, wow, he actually cares about the person's death. Okay, now I see why Gojo gave this guy to me. Uh, and then he's like, uh, he says, Yuji, moderate effort will not be sufficient. Let's go all out, which I fucking Hell love. Hell yeah! Reviving! <laughs> Reviving! <laughs> God, I wish I was vibing with Nanami. Yeah, we, we, we go away from them to experience Mahito Junpei uh, sewer moments. Hey kid, come with me to the sewer. Okay. <laughs> I love listen, it. Listen, if, you're, if, if someone exploded your bullies like that, would you not want to follow them to the sewer? I think I would be scared they would explode me. <laughs> <laughs> Junpei has no such fear. It's true. Um, 
then and they're talking about like what makes a curse like and it's like uh like concentrated energy on like one thing so like a thing like a, a ghost for like a famous ghost for example that has a lot of cursed energy built up around it yeah he has like a book of yokai or something and he references what, what does he reference he references toilet bound hanako-san and uh what's the other and, one uh, the qb the Q, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the and I had to look up Hanako-san because I there was an anime airing last season called uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, and I was like, oh, same one. That seemed like a weird show that I'm not gonna watch. Uh, and then they did, then they referenced it in this, and I was like, oh wait, is that a real thing? And it is a real thing. Toilet no Hanako-san. Uh, <laughs> just from the Wikipedia, uh, it's an ur- it's a Japanese urban legend about the spirit of a young girl named Hanako-san who haunts school bathrooms. Uh, Moaning Myrtle Elizabeth Warren was uh was based off of toilet-bound Hanako-san. Oh, okay. So you know, just a little Harry Potter reference, keeping it referential. Get make sure we get the millennials in on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I say that as I re- recognize the fact that you and I are both millennials. Uh, Mario's like, yeah, but th- there's the spooky ones, and that seems like really all that they really care about when there are way- things that people are way more scared of. And Junpei is like, like natural disasters and stuff. And um, this is a small translation thing, I guess. But in the manga, he said, uh, Mahito says in response, uh, "I uh, talking to you is so easy, Junpei," which is I slightly different from the what it is in the anime of. I love how stress-free talking to you is. Uh, I would say that those are similar enough. To similar, me. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Junpei blushes at this. He part, does. Which made me kind of mad. <laughs> he just he loves to blush. He's a very he's a very timid little guy. He doesn't this is the only time often. he blushes in the whole two episodes. He'll blush more. Don't worry. He better. Um, and then he uh he's he. he uh, Junpei hears some moaning coming from down the down the hallway, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" But before he can go investigate, Mahito climbs down and gets up in his face, and is like, "Just from his face, is like, yeah, the uh, the, the you know, the forest, the fire, fire, the mm-hmm. you know, the ocean. These these people are so afraid of these that they manifest as such extremely powerful curses." And the Jujutsu... Yeah, those are our, our three friends. We yeah, know them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Jujutsu Sorcerers are not really concerned with them because they're only thinking about, like, oh, what are ghost people think people are thinking about? And they just kind of, like, have a big oversight, like, have a big blind spot here. Um, and he's like, they, I, they are my friends and I'm proud to call them such. Junpei asks him, hey, what kind of... Uh, what what are you based off of? And Mahito is like, I am a curse based on the hatred that humans have for each other. That's why I'm so twisted. Yeah, I don't really get that, but okay, buddy, that's fine for you. It's 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 a it's it's a it's a large amount of negative energy that is explicitly like the he is just a manifestation of the amount of uh, energy that he, uh, humans feel towards other humans. I guess it feels like it should be like more specific, unless he's talking about like the hatred that a person feels toward humanity as a whole. You know, I mean, I I think that that I think that um. I, I don't mind it being left generic like that because, like, the other one, the like, Jogo and uh, Dagon and Hanami are also pretty nonspecific. Like, Dagon is just open water. Well, yeah, but, like, that's a, a, a specific fear that a lot of people have about, like, oh, I'm f- afraid of open water. But I feel like most people wouldn't say, like, oh, I hate people as a whole you know like they'd be like oh i fucking hate my neighbor and they'd make like a demon about my neighbor (laughs) hatred you know like people the way he phrases it makes it feel like 
if Mahito is a curse of hatred to people, it should be as like hatred to humanity, not like hatred to your specific bully or something. That's more what I mean. I, I think that it might be like that. I think I think Junpei is a bit more of a misanthrope than he is than you may be led to believe in this. Uh, in no, this I definitely think he is. He definitely says stuff like that. So if right. that's what Mahito means to say, then I like it. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I kind of took it as. I don't know. It said like. The hatred and fear people hold in their gut toward others. Like, that feels like person to person more than person to humanity, right? I think it's I think it's kind of ambiguous, honestly. I think that could be read right. either as the way you're saying it or as, like, the hatred people feel to the uh, their other fellow man. Like, not specifically yeah. a, a part, like, not specifically your neighbor, Rand Paul, who put his leaves on your yard and so you rock, go rock his shit. Yeah, that would make a pretty big curse, though. <laughs> yeah! Rand Paul Leaf uh, Cursed Spirit. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, if he if he's like the curse of hating humanity, then that makes sense to me. He, he's like the that. curse of misanthropy. Okay, that's fine. Um, then we go back to Nanami and uh, Itadori in their little meeting room, and they're like, "All right, so I need you to go meet this special boy of Junpei of Yoshino Junpei, and uh, figure out what's going on with him because he was the only guy spotted at the scene." I'm going to go do some investigating, and I definitely don't know where Mahito is. Go with Ijichi. And uh, Itadori's like, yes, I will go with Ijichi. By the way, Ijichi, how come I've only ever met you? And Ijichi's like, I mean, I'm the only assistant who knows you're alive, so by necessity... (laughs) Ah, it makes sense. Great. Yeah. They they, they go to leave, but Ijichi pops back in while Nanami is still in the room and is like, hey, uh, you know where that guy is, right? And Nanami's like... Yeah, um, he's very deliberately leaving a trail. He's leading us into a trap, we're pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. And I had to decide between the dangers of bringing Itadori with me versus going it alone. And I simply chose the latter. And then Itadori barges in and is like, Nanami-sensei, uh, be careful, okay? I care I care you. You you, you are my new dad. I'm a nice hate- boy and I care you. Yeah. And uh, Nanami is like, don't call... I'm not your sensei, so don't call me Nanami-sensei. And Itadori's like, Nanami! <laughs> He's very cute. He's uh, also don't call me that. And Nanami says, "I'll fucking slap you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to the uh, we cut to like late. Uh, I guess the next day, maybe later that day. Hard to say exactly. But there they are. Uh, we see Ijichi and Itadori tailing. Yeah, it's Junpei. just like the preview for the next episode. Yeah, basically. they they get out of their car. They get out of the car. They have like a little thi- a little box with some creepy little dudes in it called fl- that we find out are called flyheads. They start like walking up on Junpei, and then that's where the episode ends. And we get a juju stroll. This juju stroll is good. It's, it's so important. good. Uh, Gojo says, hey, Nanami, let's go on a date. And Nanami is like, no. And Gojo says, wait, no, I have something really important to tell you. And uh, Nanami says, well, that's too bad, isn't it? And it's we see like, a couple of things of him pestering him. Like, uh, I don't get this one, but like, we see we see Nanami like in a car and Gojo is standing outside holding up a sign that says Satoru. Yeah, his own name, which <laughs> yeah. is, doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> he just wanted to remind him. But this is my name. And then Nanami is like going to do uh going to have a get a get a little snacky at the the Fushiguro Memorial uh, uh vending machine that got that that where from where he got exploded by Toto last week. Um and he finds a little note in his pocket that says to Nanami from Gojo and he opens it and it's a drawing of a penis and it says penis. <laughs> it says penis. <laughs> and he gets so mad. He gets so mad. <laughs> Oh my god, and that's the first episode. Um, I know you have theories this week, so I'm going to go ahead and take this time in between episodes to talk about my... It's, the, it's your Jujutsu of the Week. 
Oh, we love this part. Your curse technique corner. Today we'll be talking about Kento Nanami's ratio technique, uh, which is literally translated as 10 stroke cursed ritual, which, uh, hey, that's me when I'm not on hormones, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The description is. Ratio technique forcibly creates a weak point on his target. This is represented by a line with 10 strokes dividing the subject into tenths, with the weak point ratio being 7 to 3. If the user is able to strike the 7 to 3 point within the 10 strokes, it is delivered as a critical hit. Ratio technique can be used on desired appendages rather than an entire body, allowing the user to target the head, torso, upper arms, and forearms separately or simultaneously. For a sorcerer with excellent aim, like Nanami, ratio technique provides a quick way to end a fight by crippling an opponent's weak points. This allows the user to cleave weaker enemies with two with even a blunt sword and allows them to deal damage to stronger adversaries. I I like this ability, but it kind of reminds me of some of the quirks in My Hero Academia where I'm like, how do you realize you have this? You know? <laughs> Uh, ma- just manifesting. He went. He went to his backyard in the rain and sat sat there and just said, "I am. Be- I am manifesting the ratio. I will manifest the ratio." I I assume it's like some sort of like genetic thing passed down or something. Maybe yeah. like maybe his dad had the same thing or whatever and teaches it to him. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. Like realizing, like, oh, if I look at you and imagine the seven parts down from you and I hit that, like yeah. it's just like very convoluted. <laughs> It is. But in practice, I like it. Yeah, I, I do. I do love it. Um, I think it's really cool. I think I think the way they animated it came out really well. Also, um, yeah. the, they do like a little they do like a the 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 bar like spins like it's a newspaper. Uh, and then the uh, like a red a red stroke goes through the seventh uh, hash mark. And it's cool as hell. Yeah. And he like uses his shitty little glasses as like a kind of like the the scopes that the the evil guys from dragon ball have yeah <laughs> he, uses, <laughs> he, uses, he uses his scouter yeah all right uh next episode okay this episode is called idol transfiguration it starts with hey do you remember that nice little boy junpei who got bullied that one time let's see another time that he got bullied let's see another time he got bullied but we start we because we start with <laughs> With his oral history of the scary movie franchise. Yeah, he's in his his school has movie club and he's like the the head nerd of movie club who's like, let me tell you about scary movie seven. The the fact that Junpei is in movie club is brought up in the manga. This scene is completely fabricated for the for oh, the anime. Not brand not, new scene. Brand new scene. Um the thing is, in one of the um like you know, one of those chapters you know how like Haikyuu has those like chapter enders that are like, hey, here's mm-hmm. a diagram of Tsukishima K and his how how here's his stats and everything. Um yeah. Giga gave us one for Junpei uh that was just talking about how uh that he missed, he feels like he missed an opportunity because in the in the in the notes he's like, yeah, this guy probably likes the scary movie franchise, the scary movie franchise. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a horror movie guy, just like I said. Yeah, he has a horror movie podcast, just like you. Oh my god, he and he, he does... says he says scary movie seven was the stupidest one. I was so bored, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> I've got I, I wrote down that this is Brooks incarnate. <laughs> All right, yeah, but he he's explaining the movie to all his friends, his two friends in the movie club, and then those rude guys from before come in and say, "Hey, uh, this is our room now. We still we said you can't come here anymore." And Junpei's like, "Uh, you weren't here, so we're here now." Yeah. And then they they do some basic bully stuff of like throw your movies on the ground, step on them, get out of here, you cockroaches. And Junpei does his classic thing of. Uh, I'm not gonna let myself be intimidated and I want my movie back so give it to me right now 
And then that doesn't work out. The big boys just uh, make his friends leave. And yeah, they, they kick, kick him the in the face. Yeah, make his friends leave. And just, like, we, we, we fade out into the OP with just, like, the little, like, marker on the outside of the room that says movie club. Just, like, shaking as they beat the shit out of him behind the closed door. Great. We love it. Make sure you know how sad this boy is, everyone. I I, I do appreciate I I do appreciate that the that they're that they're doing more for Junpei's backstory in this. They're they're showing, not telling. They tell about they tell a little bit of this, but they show it here. They are showing a lot of backstory. I feel like it's a bit monotonous. Maybe it's That's all just fair. kind of the same thing. Like yeah, yeah this this it. this episode. I mean, I would never ask them to. T- I would never ask them to take out the part where Junpei ta- uh, extols the virtues of the scary movie franchise and gives an oral history on them. But this episode did feel a little bit short, and I think they could have cut this down. Cut it more, even though it's short? No, no, no. I think they could have cut down this scene to do other stuff. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Though at the same time, the way this episode the way this episode ends is... I think this episode ends at, ends at a really good spot, so I think they would have had to like fill, put in more filler, I guess, either I, way. So I did like that it showed that he like has regular friends, kind of. You know, like he's not like the the super loner, nobody ever talks to him except to kick him guy. Yeah. Like he has guys that he hangs out with. But 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 despite that he is like, oh my god, I'm so alone. It's like um did you ever see uh Meet the Robinsons? Yeah, he's like that guy, yeah. <laughs> Where everyone's like, hey, you wanna hang out later? He's like, oh humanity is it's cursed. He's like, oh everyone hate me. Although his his friends are like obviously not like him, right? Like his friends are like the traditional bullied child who just like, oh geez, we got to get out of here. Oh geez, man. Yeah, and he's just like a very. I think he's a really interesting character that he's like standing up to these guys every chance he gets, even though it never ends well for him. Yeah, he's he's a special guy. A very special guy. And then after the OP, we we cut to this very special boy probably like 16 years old, uh, telling this ancient curse about his philosophy of life. And Mahito's like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah. Junpei says that uh, he's mad about the, the, I don't know what to call it, like a proverb maybe? Not really a proverb, but like the... The thing people say. Yeah, the I thing guess. people say of like the opposite of love is indifference. And he says that it's been translated poorly into Japanese because... Uh, the they call it more like the opposite of fondness instead in Japanese because yeah. they don't use the word for love very much. So mm-hmm. like now people don't understand what the actual phrase means, and they he says like uh, there's no way that acting maliciously towards someone could be better than just leaving them alone. Yeah, basically. Uh, he has a line in the manga that I like that was cut. Um, they in the in the anime they talk a little bit about like the translation errors that would be that are caused when you try and you know move adages into other languages. Mm-hmm. Um, which I did like, uh, they, they did cut a thing in the manga that he says where he's like complicating simple answers for the sake of meaning is such a Japanese thing to do, which I thought was fun. I, 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 I do not know enough about Japanese to say whether or not that is a true observation, but I thought I, yeah. I like that. I like that for him. I like I, stuff like that is really interesting to me. So I like yeah. this little part of his, and uh-huh. then <laughs> Mahito says, yeah, that's cool. But check out this big purple guy I made. Yeah. What <laughs> What if Mahito's big purple guy was uh, Big Chungus? It looks like the big fat Yoshi. Do you know him? Yeah, it looks it looks like big fat Yoshi. <laughs> and he says, "This is my experiment that I did to see how large I could make a single human, and this is my experiment I did to see how tiny I could make a little human." I'm I'm lighting one of these humans up and just smoking it like yeah, a fat duber. <laughs> you can't you can't smoke this guy. <laughs> I I will do everything in my power to smoke this guy. Uh, if you 
When someone asks you to smoke them out, this is not what they mean. Jettis? Mahito turns into Mahito turns his head into a puppy and then holds out the little human and says, Jettis? <laughs> ah. And Junpei says, ah, Kiero, see? <laughs> yeah, Mahito is like, uh, are you used to seeing murders? Are you mad about this thing that I did? And he says, uh, I don't actually care. I... If it was my mom, maybe I'd be mad at you. But yeah, he loves. I don't he, care about individual people. So I this love. Is fine. I love a sad little boy who loves his mom. Uh, I love my mom, but I hate humanity. And if a person that I don't know dies, I don't care. Yeah, this boy is regular. Yeah, and we learn about the soul. Oh yeah, he tells us a lot about this. Like first, um, Junpei is like, uh, I don't care, and I think it's good. I think indifference is a virtue that people should strive for. And Mahito is like, oh, this is my chance to explain everything to him. Well, because he, he, he says that I, uh, because Junpei is like, I, I, I want to, indifference is what people should strive for. And then Mahito is like, but you seem to be after revenge. And Junpei is like, is that contradictory? Am I doing contradictions? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Do you think you have a heart? You don't. You have a soul, though. But souls are not hearts. Uh, and then he says, emotions are the result of the soul's metabolism. And he doesn't explain that part, which I'd like to hear more about. But yeah. he does say that the soul is like a physical object of a person that you can't see, but I can see it because that's my specialty. Yeah. And and life isn't special. Yeah, but basically he says like uh like soul like people think of the soul as like being some sort of like metaphysical special thing, but it's not special and that means that uh life isn't special and neither am I and neither are you. So uh if morals aren't real and life isn't special, then you can kill whoever you want if you want. Yeah. If you hate someone, you can kill them. If you're hungry, you can eat. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love that line of, if you're hungry, eat. If you hate, kill. It's... Yeah, it's pretty good. Mahito is a fucked up guy, but I, I, I like Mahito. You can put a fucked up guy in this anime. Yeah. He, you, he, that, that's what Mahito's power is, mate. It's fucking up guys. <laughs> it is. Um, in the in the in the manga in the anime he says I'll, I'll sanction you. What, what does he say? He says like I'll sanction you. I'll sanction you. I'll sanction whatever you do. But in the in the manga he says I support everything you represent, Junpei, which is basically Ooh, this, basically I like thing. that a lot more. Yeah, yeah. He does. He support him. I like saying everything he represents because that's like yeah, Junpei is kind of like the human for, form of. Mahito, kind of. So then, yeah, after that, we cut to, like, Junpei is outside of the sewer now, and he's reflecting on what has happened, and then we yeah. see... Yeah, <laughs> he, says, he says there is no longer a sewer man. <laughs> so we see we see Itadori and Ajichi are watching him, and they're talking about what they've been doing. And they're, oh, he's in his regular clothes? He's not in his school clothes? Yeah, he's been skipping school. And Itadori's like, no, oh, I've kind of been skipping school, too. <laughs> Yeah, he just said, okay, I'm not, I don't, he said, I'm about to head out. Okay, no more school for me. <laughs> I'm done with school. God, what are his friends back in Sendai doing? Just doing normal school, probably. I, like, because the manga has not looked, we have not, like, seen hide nor hair of them in the entire manga up to current. I would love it if, like, there was, like, a juju stroll about them or something at the end of this season. Yeah. Uh, Itadori asks how his, his new school friends are doing, and we get, like, one shot of... Yeah. Uh, Kugasaki getting thrown by the panda again. And uh and Inumaki saying uh fish flakes as he tries to catch her. And yeah. Kugas uh, and Maki and Fushiguro are just like looking at the camera. And this isn't in the, this isn't yeah. in the manga. I, I just like this little like, hey, remember these guys? They're still in this show. 
You'll, you know them. We'll get back and, to them. You, and Edendora's thinking about them, which is cute. Yeah, I can't wait for them to all be back together. Yeah, and Ijichi says, oh, they're doing good, I've heard. And Yudori is happy about this. Ijichi explains the plan of how they are going to figure out the secrets of Junpei. Yeah. Which is, we have some funny little guys in a cage. They're spirits that are lower than level four, so uh, they can't, like, hurt a person, basically. So mm-hmm. we're going to send these guys at him, and if he sees them, then we'll know that he can see spirits, and Itadori will save him, either way, if he sees it or not. But if he defeats the spirit himself, then they'll know that he is magic, and then they will have to capture him and question him. But if he's a level, he's a grade two sorcerer, then they will have to run away. Yeah, regroup. And then Ijichi explains that like a grade two sorcerer is stronger than a grade two spirit which makes sense because they have to beat them yeah it's like 1.5 levels kind of they show like a, a tiered graph and then Itadori is like oh uh how come no one ever explained this thing to me about the spirits and the sorcerer grades not matching up and Ijiji <laughs> thinks to himself because Gojo is irresponsible yeah <laughs> in the I, I, I it's like about it's more or less the same thing that they in the in the manga but in the manga it is uh he Itadori asks why didn't I learn about this and Ijiji's response is because your mentor is Gojo <laughs> <laughs> pretty good yeah <laughs> all right now we, we go see Nanami. We see what sexual adventure he's up to. Uh, wait, 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 sorry, real quick before that. I just want to say that the, uh, the, the flyhead spirits that we see, uh, they look like the penis drawing that Gojo did. They do look a bit like the penis drawing. I'm going to say that I like these guys. I think they're funny. They are, they're, they're fucked up little dudes, but I like them, yeah. I would like if there was a sorcerer that like had pets like this. Oh, that would be good. Um, you should check out the manga of uh, Phantom Seer. There is a guy who is very much like that. Oh, there's a guy like that in uh, Mob Psycho, too. All right, so now we go to Nanami, who is in the sewer looking for Mahito, but he found a bunch of fucked up guys and had to kill them. And he says, uh, you you should just come out now because I can kill these guys, but I don't really like killing humans. It's kind of annoying to me. Nanami sees Mahito and they do some fighting. Yeah, I don't have a lot written down for this part. They kind of just do some like flips and chops. Yeah, so they put they they um they actually this is the first time that the, I think this has happened where they actually like t- this was not in in order in the manga. They do the the Gegeyakutami thing of you know showing something and jumping back. Um, in the because the this the way this happens in the manga is the first thing you see is uh, Mahito's cool new legs, uh, like looking down on Nanami. Like we end this episode. But, uh, and then they flash back to this fight, but in the episode they just do the fight, and then, uh... Yeah, I don't really see why it would be out of order. That yeah, doesn't really help, I Gege, don't think. loves to do it. Yeah, he got a little too nutty on that part, and yeah. they reeled him back in. They, um, yeah, they have a fight, and they're like, uh, Nanami is like, you know, he's a lot like Gojo. He's really strong, and he's, like, he acts like a fucking child. Yeah, he's, like, being flippant because he knows that he can win because he's strong. Yeah. And he has, like, a little vision of Gojo running through a flower field with a happy face saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. That's also, that's also, when I picture Gojo in my mind, that's how I picture him. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So, yeah, Nanami does his, his special move on Mahito's arm. And, he, and Mahito's like, whoa, my, my hand. What the hell? How yep. did you do this? This is weird. And he, like, flops it around because it's, like, it's, like, almost cut off all the way, but not quite. And then he, now Mahito explains the whole soul versus body thing. He says, we're going to have a conversation now during our fight. And Nanami says, well, I mean, he can talk, so I guess we'll talk. Yeah. 
And he says, uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? But the soul or the body, what do you think? And Nanami says, uh, I think the body came first. And Mahito says, eh, wrong. <laughs> Actually, the, the body forms around the soul and the... What if, what if what if he did, like, the face that Steve... What if he did the face that Steve Harvey makes when someone says, like, pussy on Family <laughs> <laughs> Feud? <laughs> what came first, the soul or the body? Uh, and Nanami just says, Penis. neither, pussy. <laughs> Nanami would never say that. He's on the clock. He can't say bad words. He's a very, very responsible man. Right, but then he talks about his healing? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mahito, like, fixes his hand, and then he says that I'm not healing. I'm merely uh, uh, very strongly retaining the shape of my soul, basically. It's very Tails gets trolled, Shadow that uh, shadow uh, breaking all of his bones every time that he walks. And they're like, well, that just looks like walking. And he's like, I, yeah, but it's very painful. Uh, I think that this is cool. It is. No, I, I do too. I just think that the, I, I just think the way that he says it is kind of funny. It's like, uh, this isn't, this isn't blood, it's victory wine. This is not healing. This is soul reinforcement. Yeah. I'm just making sure that my body stays the same shape as my soul. Yeah. I'm focusing very hard on the sexy body that I wish to have. And sometimes focusing very yeah. hard on my sexy body means giving myself a sexual pair of deer legs. Yeah, so Mahito explains that his technique, I guess, I don't really understand why a cursed spirit has a technique, but he has a technique, and it's called uh, Idol Transfiguration, the title of the episode. So they get into this further, but I think that the the fact that um, Mahito is a curse born of humans, like a, a, a hatred of and fear of humans, I think that's, that might be part of why he can do that. He can do the it. He does do the it. And then he also shows that he keeps a stockpile of little guys on him. Uh-huh. He keeps those motherfucking tiny guys on him. <laughs> yeah, you never know when you need to whip out a duber. Yeah. And he says, uh, I have to keep this stockpile, but it's kind of annoying because even after transfiguring them, uh, humans die eventually. But, oh, maybe Jujutsu sorcerers might not die. So come on over here, mister, so I can do a, a test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we cut away from that, and we go see how Junpei's doing. And yeah. he has gotten to his house, and the the rude teacher from earlier who saw him getting his head burned is here at the school and said, Hey, your three best friends died. Why didn't you come to their funeral? <laughs> yeah, and Junpei is like, I fucking hated those guys. Oh my god. Yeah, Junpei says, has a lot of bullshit to say about teachers. Yeah. Um, I have a question here, I guess. Um, and this might be looking. This might. This might be me looking for a bone to pick. But is this like? Did this feel like kind of fat phobic to you? Yeah, for sure. Like, because the professor like, is like, he's a, like a, re- a he's a, a large sweaty man who's like wiping his face all yeah, the time. They they very much use like his weight as like shorthand to sh- for as for his incompetence and stupidity. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I was definitely thinking it too i wanted to know if that was like the vibe or if that was just me okay cool no that's definitely the vibe so gaga you're gaga you're canceled for this one podcast over goodbye bye (laughs) let's go get some snacks yeah Yeah. anyway the big teacher is like talking and talking and junpei is just like not listening he's just like boiling with rage in his mind about how fucking stupid teachers graduate from school then they go to work in school so they never experience the real world <laughs> and they don't know how things really are and they're just all overgrown children and then he is going to murder this man he he raises his hand in classic uh he puts his he puts two fingers over his eye like he's about to do uh gata naruto uh doing his 
sand eyeball thing in the in the chunin exams yeah he's gonna do a magical technique and then itadori jumps out and says stop and we get like a five second rewind i think this one made me laugh i like this little rewind i think the gay gay definitely overuses this but this one did make me giggle i thought it was good yeah five second rewind of uh opens the cage for the little fly heads and then itadori says wait there's another guy here yeah (laughs) and they get out anyway <laughs> so Itadori has to run after them and try to grab them and he like does a crazy flip and he hits his head. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh shit, okay, this kid can see them, but uh that's that's fine. Let's get this uh let's get this guy out of here." Yeah, so Itadori uh says, "Hey, can I talk to Junpei alone actually? It's very important." And the teacher says, "Your kids, what could be important?" And Itadori says, "Uh, pants." <laughs> and he pulls his pants down and steals them and runs away. Yeah, that it is good. This is the brain genius of this boy. Yeah, he's he's so good at thinking on his feet. I had one plan and it didn't work. I'm now going to steal this man's pants and run. Yeah. <laughs> Steals the pants and runs. At least wear them, asshole. <laughs> uh, and he, like, he like, like, two seconds after he takes off and, like, turns the corner, like, he comes back around from the other end of the block yeah. and just walks up to Jinpei. He's like, yo! <laughs> Do, do remember that this boy can run the 100 meter dash in zero seconds. <laughs> he has a car. Yeah, so Itadori's like, uh, hey, do you want to come talk with me now? And Junpei's like, why did you do that? You could have just grabbed me. And he says, well, you hate that guy, right? <laughs> you were going to murder him crazy style. I think that there's like a really, this is a very small detail, but um, I think I think it's really good. When he when, when uh, Junpei first walks up to this guy, he... He calls him by his name Sotomura, and then like waits a minute, waits a second, and then appends Sensei to the end. Like he is, he yeah. is like doing a he, he is like considering saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do the I'm not gonna say this guy's honorific," but then he says the honorific anyways. Yeah, he's definitely reluctant about it. Yeah, he he disrespect yeah. his elder. Well, I would disrespect this man. Me too. If he said that the guy who put out a cigarette on my forehead was my friend. My bestest friend. Yeah, he. he yeah. This guy tells Jinpei, yeah, remember he made you a friendship bracelet. That was a collection of burn scars, sir. <laughs> so anyway, Itadori says, you fucking hate that guy and you don't want him hanging around your house. So I got rid of him. And Junpei's like, damn, this is wild. And then their faces are very close, but they don't blush, which is very important to note. Yeah. And then uh, Itadori says, well, come on, I have something to talk to you about. And Junpei says, oh, yeah, okay, let's go. Well, let's hope it. Speaking of hooves. Yeah, we go back to Mahito fight again, flashed to another place. He's he's throwing his his dehydrated humans at uh, Nanami and, like, making them into bridges and stuff. Just, yep. like, crazy shapes of people that they can be. There's a really cool move Nanami does here where, like, he, like, where Mahito casts Blast this human into, like, the wall. Like, the, not, like Nanami is, is about to be pinned between this expanding human and the wall. And he, like, jumps up, jams his, like, like his sword into the wall and, like, swings his legs up to just narrowly avoid getting hit. Yeah, you have to be very athletic to be a jujitsu sorcerer. Apparently. Yeah, he's doing those crunches. <laughs> he's doing like a home workout tape. I can see that he has like one of the bouncy balls. He oh, he open palm slam. He open palm slams Taibo <laughs> into his VCR every morning and does the move alongside Billy Blanks the entire time. He's gotta stay healthy. He does. Okay, so Nanami is like standing on top of an exploded guy, and he's like near the face, and it says like, "Help me." Yeah. And it starts crying. 
And he's, Nanami is, like, visibly, like, unsettled by this a bit. And Mahito is like, oh, sorry, I'm pretty good at uh, transfiguring the bodies, but I'm not very good at manipulating, like, the brains or whatever. So sometimes they sweat. (laughs) I like that a lot. I like that he says that it's sweat when it's clearly crying. Yeah, it's... And then Nanami, like, he says, like, uh, that's fine, I don't bring my emotions into work. And then he, like, wipes the tear away. Yeah, and Mahito does, like, (laughs) are you serious, dude? You're so fucked up, Your, your soul is shaking. You are upset by this. Don't even try to lie to me. Oh, you are experiencing emotions because I have murdered humans? Are you feeling botherated? Are you experiencing vexations? Ah, uh, you're so cringe for this. <laughs> Nanami would never be tricked. Yeah. Mahito tries to do his technique on Nanami. He, like, gets his hands all up on him with purple and it, like, does, like, a, ugh, my body. But then he, he swipes him away. And he says, oh, were you surprised by how fast I got away? And he shows off his fun new legs. Yeah, he's because Mahito is transfigured. He has, he has reshaped his soul to give himself a different persona and assigned himself uh, deer legs. And yeah. it's it's really good. I Listen, I, I, I know I'm biased, but I did love to see that shit. Yeah, Mahito's got socks on in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he sure does. And he looks beautiful with them. Uh, and he's like, well, I, I guess I didn't, uh, you, most people, I can do, I can do that shit to most people with just one touch. Uh, he says volleyball one touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, I guess you focused all, you focused a lot of your curse energy into the part where I touched you. So I couldn't explode you. But if I touch you two or three more times, you won't be human anymore. Exciting. I want, I can't wait to see what Nanami's persona is. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Mahito, I'm like that that one Spider-Man panel where uh, uh, where I'm looking at Mahito and being like, "You could do whatever you want. You could get rid of cancer. You could turn people into their personas." And Mahito is like, "But I don't want to do that. I want to turn people into 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 weeble wobbles. I want to make big chungus. I want to make big chungus." <laughs> So then Nanami is just, like, booking it away. He's running away. Yeah. Mahito says, you can't get away from me. I have deer feet. I'm very fast. (laughs) Yeah, he is. And then they, like, come into another room. And for a second, I was confused. I was like, maybe this is, like, Mahito's dimension or whatever. Oh, his domain? But I guess it's just another room of the sewer. Yeah, no. He, like, uh, Nanami just, like, a a handspring over a railing and lands on the ground beneath. Like, it's like in uh, Tekken when you kick someone through a a balcony and then you, like, jump down to the floor beneath. Yeah, they're in the the new arena. Yeah. And then Makito does shapeshifter moments of, like, showing off his feet to the camera and then turning them into human foot. And I, listen, listen, human foot, human foot into deer foot? I'm here for it. Deerfoot into human foot? No, I can't look at this. Is I'm not, not interested in seeing the human feet, but the way that it transformed, I thought was really cool. It was, it was like, yeah. It was like keeping like the analogous bones together, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they'll show those like diagrams of like the way that like a a horse foot or whatever is different because like whatever bones are stretched. Yeah. Compared yeah. to a human foot, it like did the same thing. Where like the degenerate versus plantigrade. Yeah, like the the joint that's higher up on the deer foot, like turned into the heel instead of the leg. I thought it yeah. was really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a nice attention to detail. I really liked it. Uh huh. And then Nanami is looking at his watch, and b- earlier he said that like it's five thirty, and I I'm off the clock at six, so we better be done by then. And now he's looking at his watch, and unfortunately, it is six o'clock, so he is gonna have to go into overtime. Yeah, he, he said hates. he says I gotta focus. I'm shifting into overtime, and then. <laughs> la! <laughs> 
lost in paradise. Yeah, he like he like takes off his tie and wraps it around his hand and gets consumed with cursed power. Yeah. And Mahito says, uh Masaka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is his power better now? Yeah. And then the episode is over. Yep. Uh, and then we get one of my favorite juju strolls, I think. This one is pretty good. I like I'll this say. one a lot. Alright, so Kugasaki and Fushiguro are just in a random classroom. And Kugasaki says, have you seen my jacket? And Fushiguro says, no, it's not my problem. And then <laughs> she asks, Panda, have you seen my jacket? And Panda's visibly wearing her jacket, which does not fit. And he's like straining it at every seam. And he says, no, I have not seen your jacket. It's so good. And Kugasaki says, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what's going on. And then she beats the shit out of him with a hammer. She brains him with her hammer. The panda's dead, everyone. He died off screen. He died on the way to his home planet. And then she says, uh, my skirt is missing too. What the hell? And then (laughs) Inumaki busts in wearing a skirt. I don't remember what he said. I'm sure he he said. He says, uh, he says tuna, he says tuna, tuna something or other. I think he says salmon roe and then gets hit on the head and says fish flakes. Yeah. And she takes the skirt off him and she says, wait, this is Maki's skirt. Which is gay of her to realize. Yeah, I was gonna say like, ha, ha, like, listen, I, 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 I have many friends. I would not be able to like clock their pants if I saw them. I think it's, I think it's because Maki wears the shorter kind, right? I guess. I hers is yeah. like a shorter version. Yeah, that's true. And there's true. only like two girls at the school. So. That's true, but also there's gay reasons behind it. I'm certain. Yeah, and then it cuts to Gojo busting in the room with uh, Itadori and saying, "Look, I'm Kugasaki Nobara." Yeah, she's wearing her skirt. <laughs> yeah. And his feet are out, which I hate to see. And Itadori fucking loses it. <laughs> yeah, Itadori likes this joke. Um, I think I really appreciate this Juju stroll because I feel like it was dancing on the knives. Like, one step in the wrong direction, this this veers heavily into transmisogyny in a way that I hate. Yeah. But, like... That was what I was worried about. Right. But, like, Inumaki in the skirt, just, like... He, He's cute! He looks fresh to death! And also... Uh, there's no proof that he didn't just ask Maki to borrow her skirt and he, and she said yes. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> he just asked her for it. Um, and, uh, I, I, I subscribe to the, you know, I'm on the Jujutsu Kaisen subreddit. There are some people who are not happy with the fact that Gojo wore a skirt and they're getting very downvoted about it. Yeah, you better get downvoted about it. He looked good. He, <laughs> he looked, looked, he, he he looked, looked good. good. <laughs> he he said, was having a good time. He said, I'm Kugasaki Nobara and everyone, everyone applauded. <laughs> Yes, you are. Wait, no, you're not. <laughs> Deception. That's his, that's his new curse technique. Oh, he's been tricked. <laughs> um, and those are episodes. Yeah, two episodes. We watched them. This, the end of this episode made me realize that we are not going to finish this arc in this core, I'm almost certain. Unless they, like, unless they go into hyperspeed for the next two episodes, because they have to cover, like... This episode covered up to the midpoint of chapter 23. This arc ends in chapter 31. So oh. there's some more ground to cover before this arc is over. And I don't think we're going to, we're definitely not going to finish it in the next two episodes. So the hmm. first episode or two of the next core is definitely, is almost certainly going to be a, a resolution to this, which is going to really suck for me. Cause I'm just going to have to be vain kid the entire time. Not talking <laughs> about what happens after the fucking two week break we'll have to take when the, when the show is off the air. Yeah, well, hopefully there won't be too much time between, right? 
I, I don't know exactly how I, I don't actually know how much time there will be, but this is this is in a this is in the twelve episode slot, and I can never remember if the twelve episode slots start earlier than the thirteen episode slots or start a week later than the thirteen episode slots. Yeah, no one knows how it works. Yeah, no one's figured this out yet. All right, but speaking of things that people have figured out, yeah. So uh, it's time for another segment of interesting. No comment. Where uh, yes. Kay Kay gives me all of her Kay gives me all of her big brain theories because she is uh, she is uh, great at deductive reasoning, and I sit here and smile and nod at how correct she is and say interesting. No comment. Mm-hmm. All right. So this part, this one is uh, upset me when I realized it, but I do think that it's true. Okay. Okay, so in the first episode, we talk about, um, they call, uh, the doctor on the phone, and she says that, uh, these people's brain stems have been tampered with, and she believes that you can modify someone to be able to use curse energy like this, maybe. Which is the first important thing. Uh, because we know that Mahito did this. Mahito messed up these people. So, Mahito possibly has the ability to modify someone to be able to use curse energy. Take that information. We go to the next. All right, uh, I'm, 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 I'm putting a paperclip on that one, so it's attached to the top of the uh, the top of the page we're looking at now. Mm-hmm. We go to the next episode, so we get the part where Mahito and Junpei are talking about how uh, you can do whatever you want. You can kill someone. You can. Don't you just want to go ape shit? Yeah. And then that that conversation like kind of cuts before there is really a resolution to it, and then it cuts right to Junpei is walking on the street and he like flexes his hand in like a a confident way and he like does a little smile. So I think that Mahito has given him like a curse power. Yeah, I, I think don't think that's... he had one before. I think maybe he was like a window or something cuz he could see him, but I don't think he had a technique before, but now Mahito has given him a power. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And he like showed that he was going to kill his teacher. So I right. think he we... was going to try out his brand new power. Yeah, I can, I can, like, we definitely know that Junpei has some kind of curse, something about him, because he was about to cast Explode Your Head on his, on his teacher. Yeah, but I, I think Mahito, like, gave him a cool power. Interesting, no comment. He was about to try it out. And then, so you would take that. Junpei is now a Jujutsu Sorcerer. Good for him. We'll take that as confirmed. Now we're gonna go back to Mahito's conversation with Nanami about how... Uh, he makes his little guys, but they eventually die. But he wants to experiment on a Jujutsu Sorcerer to see what would happen if he did that to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perhaps you see where this is going. I, 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 I will not connect the dots. I will let you do it. Okay. Uh, I think that Mahito is gonna do a bad thing to Junpei. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're gonna like to see it. And Kay, what's the name of this segment? Interesting. Interesting? No comment. No comment. <laughs> Okay. Questions? Questions? We got a lot of questions this week. Ooh, exciting. Uh, oh, exciting. Oh, oh, I wanted to bring this up because I, I crowdsourced this answer. Um, when, uh, it, in the Juju stroll, Kugasaki bashes uh, Inumaki on the head. And, like, we see him, like, writing something in blood on the floor. And I couldn't quite figure out what it was. But looking at it now, I'm pretty sure it's, like... It's like he's trying to write coup, like the the symbol for coup. Oh, he's trying to write who killed him. Yeah, he's trying to do the the classic murder mystery thing of uh, trying to write down who killed him. Oh, that's funny. Uh, We got a lot of questions this week. Let me pull up the tweet that I made. At Antitractionist asks, if there were two guys in the server and one was fucking huge and one was really small, would that be fucked up or what? Um, And I'm going to say, yes, it was. 
God, it was pretty fucked up, but actually neither of them were my mom, so I'm not even bothered by it, actually. You're, you're not experiencing any botherations whatsoever. No, it wasn't my mom. Don't care. Yep. Uh, uh, at Antitraction is also asked, oh, wait, I thought of a real question. What movie would you choose to deliver thematic exposition if you used your hypothetical jujutsu powers to get nutty with it? And what would those powers be? The way I approached this question is I decided what my powers would be first, and then I picked a movie. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably the right way to do it. Sure. So my powers, I'm leaning into my strengths, and I'm going to say that my jujutsu power is... Um... <laughs> Uh, I recite uh, trivia at you, random facts at you, and for everyone that you don't know, you forget something. Oh, like you, one of your techniques or something. You do that. You do that one. Uh, you do that one comic of like someone. You you, you shove like I, I, I'm trying to think of a fucking fact that you would that you would lob as a result of this. Like you, you say, uh, Takeshi McKay is this many centimeters tall, and then they put, yeah. you, you put you force that into someone's brain, and then out pops like their mother's birthday. Yeah. So you, if you do enough of these, then they'll forget, like, their curse techniques and etc. So then they just, you forget, like, how to walk because I've taught you, like, how many volleyball boys there are. Mm-hmm. And then I just can easily defeat you with any weapon I choose. Okay. And then I think the, the movie, there would just be, like, some movie that there's a lot of trivia about. So I was like, you know, like, Wizard of Oz maybe would be on. And I'd be like, <laughs> uh, did you know that the first actor, the Tin Man guy, was allergic to the makeup? So they had to get another guy. I got a better movie. <laughs> I have a way better movie for you to do this with. Okay, okay. Ready Player One? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Not bad. Just get my ass, why don't you? <laughs> oh. What would my, oh my god, what would my Jujutsu powers be? Do you have any, like, I, I, I'm kind of struggling to, like, where to start on this. Do you have any idea what mine might be? Like, what my strengths are that I could lean into on this? Podcast, how can I make mm. podcasting a Jujutsu power? Just like a, like a present mic kind of thing? You know what? I could, I could do a present mic type beat. Although that's kind of Inumaki's power, right? Kind of. Yeah, 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 basically. Although his is different, though. Yeah. His is like more like uh, the other guy's power. I always forget his name. Shin Shin something. In in my hero, there's like a, a little boy who can like say things and make you do them. Oh the oh, uh, Shinzo. Yeah, Shinzo. Yeah, sorry, you're not you're not Sean. You don't have the entire one B class committed to memory. Yeah, he's not even in one B in the anime yet. Right. Yeah. 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 Until the next season, whatever. Um, and the movie, the movie that I would choose to, uh, my ability would be similar to yours, uh, but it also would be like, hey, did you ever see the movie Pontypool? Mm-mm. Pontypool is a movie about a, like, a, a, a zombie-esque virus that takes people over via, like, oh, yeah. mimetic expressions. So, like, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, uh, similar to, cha- similar to Chainsaw Man, my technique, uh, allows me to just, like, uh, obliter- cast obliterate your brain and you do, uh... You you can only say one word similar to similar to Halloween from Chainsaw Man. Well, her name is Cos- oh. Cosmos, but uh, she oh, does okay. she says Halloween a lot. Uh, and my movie would be Pontypool. All right, I think yours is a little unbalanced, but that's fine. You can just be the boss character. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Um, there there's probably some restriction that I have to abide by, but I'm not sure what it is. Some some linguistic trickery. Did you um did you read or watch Yu Yu Hakusho? No, everyone's talking to me about Yu Yu Hakusho lately. This there... happened on the podcast I recorded yesterday, too. Janos was like, oh, I've been watching Yu Yu Hakusho. And then I just had to tell the same fucking anecdote I do about Yu Yu Hakusho every time someone brings it up, which is 
Whenever anyone says Yu Yu Hakusho, I think to myself, oh yeah, I know that one. And then I realized later that I was thinking of Zatch Bell. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a fight later on in Yu Yu Hakusho where one of the characters has like a, a battle of wits with someone else, basically, where they have to have a conversation for 26 minutes, but every minute the... um. The, the amount of letters they're allowed to use gets reduced by one, starting with Z and going backwards through the alphabet. Um, and at the end of the... Uh, so their vocabulary gets gradually more and more limited. And if someone... Like, if you know, if, if X has become a, lim- a limited word and I say the word of sex, then my soul gets obliterated. Uh, something something along those lines is the, the fact... The, the condition I would have to be doing. That's what should happen to everyone's soul when they say sex. That's true. Uh, at Love's Small Song, uh, Hanukkah Transgender Gray Spirit Spirit Doll asks, what if it was a picture of Dick Butt instead? It's mostly there. I think I could, that'd be a pretty easy edit. <laughs> I'm sure that it's already out there. I kind of think that it's funnier that it's just a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's funnier that it's just a dick, and it looks a little bit like Kilroy, which is really yeah, funny. Yeah, it's like very round and small. Yeah, <laughs> it's a chode. It is. Uh, Love Small Song also asks, which is the best scary movie? Uh, and I had to enlist the help of a friend of the show, Brooks, for this one. Uh, and, uh, Brooks says two and five are bad. The rest are good in various ways. One is probably the best one in terms of actual jokes and honoring the premise, but three and four have some real comedy style moments as well. Thank you, Brooks, of the sh- thank you, Brooks, friend of the show. Thank you, Brooks. I've never seen any of them. Um, uh, artist of the show, Ognian, uh, at Slitherbite asks, haven't seen the episodes yet, but is Gojo the type to break up with someone over a text? And I'm going to say Yes. Oh, absolutely. He would break up with someone even worse than text, whatever that is. Yeah. He would leave a, a, a letter in your pocket that says, you're dumped, lol. Yeah. Uh, and Stephen Moore uh, at Marshmallow replies, you haven't been dating me. You've been dating the infinity between us. Relationship <laughs> status. Like relationship status, infinite avoid. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> which is really good. Uh, at Gigantic Larry asks, which characters should switch clothes permanently? And I'm going to say Kugasaki and Inumaki. Or no, sorry, Maki and Inumaki. Maki and Inumaki is very strong. I did like when Miwa had the suit. I think that more of the girls should have suits. Oh, definitely. But the thing is, like, if you swap Miwa with someone, that means that Miwa is no longer wearing the suit. Yeah, then she can't have the suit, which yeah. is the issue. Maybe, like, maybe, like, Nanami and Maki? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm working. I'm, I'm vibing with this. I think that would be pretty good. Uh, Stephen Moore at Marshmallow asks, Nanami seems like a classy gentleman. What do you think he drinks when he's relaxing after work? <laughs> I think he gets fucking wasted. <laughs> just absolutely trashed on like He's uh, not on the Asahi. clock, baby. He 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 absolutely he's like absolutely just downing Asahi super dry. Oh yeah. I think he goes hard. I think he's a very fun guy off the clock, but you'll just never know. Uh Stephen Moore also asked, What's your favorite strategy for escaping social situations? I love to pretend to have tummy troubles. Oh, that's a good one. Because I just, I so regularly have those parentheses regular that faking one is not that, is not much of an ask. Like, it's very believable. I usually blame my dog. I'm like, oh, I gotta go let my dog out. Bye. That's usually only on internet, but that is what I do. Yeah. I mean, it's usually true, but it's also just like, instead of just like, oh, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm like, oh, I gotta go walk my dog. Bye. Yeah. You have to, you have to take care of your little, you have to take care of your little demon puppy. It's true. It's been so long since we have seen I, I know it okay it's only been two weeks since we've seen uh-huh. Fushiguro do a do a do a do a pet bring summon a pet it feels like it's been so long since I've seen Fushiguro summon a pet think about this we haven't seen Sukuna in forever what? he's just chilling he's just watching the show yeah he's enjoying it we're watching the show along with Sukuna yeah there will be some Sukuna content the next time we reconvene for this podcast which Ooh. will again be in two weeks for the last two episodes Exciting. of this core I'd like to see him. Yeah, me too. 
Um, Sukuna's like, oh, sexy Nanami, sexy Gojo, watch this shit. Watch this shit, sexual Sukuna. <laughs> um, and that's gonna be it for podcast. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you very much to uh, Noah Geist for our intro and outro music, uh, Lost in the Bug Snacks. You can find them uh, on Bandcamp, noahgeist.bandcamp.com. Uh, and thank you very much to Agnian for our incredible cover art. Follow them uh, at Kalolifair Art. Um, thank you very much to Noispace.xyz and Matt GameCube for being our overseer on that front. And thank you very much to Kay for podcasting with me. And thank you very much to you for listening. Thank you, our dear listener, for enjoying all the jokes. You laugh at every one, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we're holding up a, we're holding up guns to the microphone right now, and we're saying you laugh at every joke, don't you? You do. I know you do. I know you do. I know you listen to my theories, and you nod and say yes. Psychomantis voice. Psychomantis voice. <laughs> you like you like special grade snacks, don't you, snake? <laughs> You laugh at Gojo saying, ha ha, penis, lol. <laughs> I did. How did he know? That made me laugh so fucking hard when I saw it. Oh my god. Alright, so that's going to do it for this week's episode of Special Grade Snacks. So, until next time, which will be in two weeks, uh, I'm Sarah. I'm Kay. Let's go get some snacks. Maybe.